everyone. Welcome to this popping episode of Extra Butter. I'm Eddie. And I'm Tammy. This episode is all about Netflix's surprise series, The Young Royals. We all dream of meeting and falling in love with our Prince Charming and getting our fairy tale ending. The students at an elite private Swedish boarding school set out to make that a reality when Prince Wilhelm enrolls as a student. But the one who finally catches his eye and wins his heart realizes that fairy tale endings don't always translate so well into reality. I bet Meghan Markle can relate to that, Tammy. So what did you think about the Young Royals? That was such a cliche intro. <laughs> well, because like, um, what you would call it, never believed in like the whole fairy tale thing, no? Oh. Um, Simone. When you think of a prince, but Simone was Simon. Simone was not his only suitor. So, who but was his was- other suitor? His other potential or wannabe suitor was Felice. She was oh, all please, about She had this. no chance in hell. Come on now. <laughs> she didn't know that, at least not in the beginning. She was all about getting that fairy tale ending. Well, it has to be an equal thing for, you know, for her to actually be a suitor. She can't be a suitor if it's only a one-sided... Um... Hit her potential suitor. She wanted to be. So did she, she really know? She did. I mean, did she really want him? She wanted the fairy tale. She wanted what he what she thought he represented and what he and what he could do for someone of her station. Even though she was the richest person at school besides him, you know. I think of what marrying into the aristocracy would have done for her station, especially socially, how that on paper is a match made in heaven. I think so, it was more when she, when she talked about that. I feel like it was her mother speaking more than her um, when she was, you know, talking about how she wants Will, William over um, Willem over um, August, and she was going down a list of why and you know being connected to the royal family and because her kids would be princes and princesses. I felt like that was more her mother speaking because you did see the change. Um, in, you know, her attitude later on when she kind of, you know, accepts who she is and she tells her mother no. And, you know, um, and she just, you know, flat out tells her no when her mom tried to force her into a dress that she knew was too small for her. Um, that it was more on her mother than it was her who really wanted to be with Willem. Um, but, but yeah, I guess. I guess she'd be considered a possible suitor I mean, like, for the that, first episode. <laughs> I mean, the idea of it is intriguing to anyone or most people, just the whole fantasy and the romanticism and what we've read in fairy tales. So I think part of it was her. Was it actually the sense of her? Was it actually a sense of reality? No, I think it was more, I, uh, I think it was more so especially the more she really reconnected with him because they were childhood friends, but the more she reconnected with him um, without knowing everything else, I think it was, it was more the fantasy than it was the reality of seeing, Hey, aside from everything else, we are actually better off as friends. We are better friends than anything else. So I think, you know, like I said, I think the idea is kind of intriguing 
and all of us would love to meet our prince or princess charming, not necessarily someone of the royal blood, but just the, the idea of what it stands for, that, that metaphorical prince charming, you know. Um, I think we all kind of strive for that in the love game. But yeah, so. And in this case, it just happened to be a real life prince who um, was not even checking for her in any way, shape, or fashion nah, outside of just being he ain't have what he was looking for now um aside from just being a friend um and I remember putting this in the trailer park when they first um talked about it when the trailer first came out and I thought the premise of it was really really interesting and Netflix didn't give too much away about what it was about just that you know um so when it came out, um, and then reading about it, I did figure out more. And I thought, oh, wow, this is going to be interesting. And for those who don't know, um, Prince Wilhelm actually is gay. Um, and his his suitor, the one who catches his eye and wins his heart, is fellow student um, Simon or Simone, um, and uh, who is an openly gay student. Um, Simone or Simon has everything against him. Not only is he a townie, He's poor. Um, he's of the poors, and he people think, or they kind of turn him into a drug dealer. He makes himself into a drug dealer, but yeah, and, yeah. And so all of that works against him, um, just being at the school itself. But it doesn't win him any favors um, to uh, winning over Wilhelm's heart. Um, I, I have a question for you. One thing that I got is no one in his family seemed surprised that Wilhelm was gay. What they, um, even in the scene where he was talking to his brother, his brother was really ambiguous when he asked him if he met someone. Um, did you notice that? He, he never, he never alluded to a gender. He just said, did you meet someone? And this person would be lucky to have you. So it seems like to me, they, they knew. Like, and his mom, and his mom didn't, like, that wasn't what got them. It was the fact that the way it came out um, is what got them. It was the scandal behind um, the sex tape, which we'll get into. But just the overall him being gay, that wasn't just like this whole clutch your pearls moment for the royal family. Um, And especially not only the sex, not only the sex tape coming out, but the circumstances and his new station or his new position in the family, which we can. I think they weren't, they were, I I think that there was no reaction on just because he was second son. So when he was second son, like, like it it was okay. Like that, that, that was, that was nothing. Right. Um, because he wasn't the one who was going to inherit the throne and it wasn't going to be a whole big scandal um, necessarily um, compared to if it was Eric. And then when Eric dies, um, yeah, like you said, like it was more on it coming out. um, Because I think his family, I think his parents didn't have a problem with it. His parents didn't have a problem with it. But based on the fact that when Eric dies and he take like he takes over as next in line, that's when the problem arise where they're just like, okay, no. Like when you were second, 
like you good you could be gay but now that you're you know next in line for the throne oh we're gonna have to we're gonna have to talk about this uh you yeah. can't be out like like there, there's no question about this like you got to be in the closet for the rest of your life kind of thing which is kind of sad it's sad that um you know, uh, he went from being able to just be who he is. Because remember when, like, when he chose which school he wanted to go to, they allowed him to go to public school, um, the local public school, um, rather than sending him to the boarding school that his Eric that Eric went to, um, which you know I thought was great. On he had way more freedom, and then his freedom was taken away from him, and you know he's going to be stifled now. Yeah, well, because he was despair, you know, there's that saying, um, same thing with Prince Harry. Um, you have William, who's the heir, and Harry, who's the spare. So that's what they call him, the heir and the spare. And that's kind of how it works in a royal. So there's all the pressure that's put on the heir, who is the crown prince. Like Eric was the crown prince, meaning he was the next one um, to take the throne. And then, um, you know, Wilhelm was always the spare. So he, he, he did that. Even though, you know, what he did, people paid attention to him, but he was, it was okay until he got into that fight at the bar. Um, then it was okay for him to basically be the fuck up little brother or do whatever or get in trouble because that, there were really no expectations of him other than not to completely humiliate the royal family or do anything that would just cause great shame and scandal on the royal family. Other than that, do whatever, do what you do. But once he became this, once he went from being the spare to the heir, then the rules kind of changed. And um, I think he he realized that. And because at one point um, he was ready to throw it all away for love until he realized that his duty and the responsibility wouldn't let him do that. And I think if he continued, if the situation were different um, and he was still just the, the spare or let, let me put it this way, if he were still um, just the prince and not the crown prince, if he was just a prince, then I think he would have fully taken ownership of um, of it being him in the video. That's just my thought. Um, so what did, how do you think they handled the story um, itself um, between uh, Simon and Wilhelm? Simone. Uh, Simon. <laughs> it's, 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 no, it's Simone. That's his name. Well, he's going to be Simon today. My accents aren't working. <laughs> um, I, I like I like the development of um, Willem and um, Simone. I think that um, you saw like the crush and you saw like how they slowly fell for each other and um, like the hardship and everything like that. I think the acting was really, really good on um, like that kind of first love experience of, but at the same time, kind of trying to keep it between the two of you because you don't know how the world is going to react um, to you getting together uh, with so many things up against you and everything like that. So I, I did like the development over six episodes. I think a lot happened in those six episodes. That's why I love this series so much is um, it kept moving. Um, we talk about this all the time of, you know, shows from other countries where they have, they've done a great job of moving the story along um, the shows we've watched. Um, and then, you know, American shows, they try to stretch it out so much that a lot of times, you know, the real premise of the story gets lost in trying to stretch it out. It becomes boring, you know, but um, I think they did a really, really good job with the six episode episodes that they were given on the storyline of Simone and Willem. 
Yeah. Yeah. We've talked about that before. Um, I think network TV needs to move to the streaming um, or cable TV model um, and do 10 episodes a season, 10 to 12 episodes a season and break it up. Um, when they when they go on Christmas break, have a fall show and then come back and have a spring, a different show, replace it in the spring. I think that would keep the freshness of the show. It would help deal with all the hiatuses that they take throughout the year and all that kind of stuff. But that's neither here nor there um, at this point. But I agree with you. Um, I, I tend to like it better. Um, I I think it could I like the six episodes. Um, I always think 10 is enough. So I could have gone for another four, but uh, they did. And maybe they didn't have a story to tell. Cause when you think about it, it ended in a good place. Um, you know, there's some things I would have liked to see a little bit more of, and we can talk about that. But as far as the story goes, um, I think it was beautifully done. And I love the fact that they did not focus on it being a gay love story. Um, I love the fact that it, they just made it seem natural and okay, and that you were really rooting for these two people. Like you see, you see, like you said, the process of them falling in love and the first love, and you get that. A Wilhelm, on top of him being a prince, I didn't even get that. Think that he was trying to hide him necessarily because he was a prince. I think it was just because he was he was more private about his life. Um, and you see that when he gets to the school, even though he knows he's going to be the most popular person at the school and people are going to want to be uh, clamoring to him, he he never used his title. He never threw it around. He didn't go out of his way to stand out. He didn't try to call favor or a special attention to the fact that he was a prince. So you just kind of got that he was a little bit quiet and a little bit introverted and a little bit private about all of that. So um, I, I love that they just made it seem like it was a natural progression and two people who were um, just really attracted to each other just fell in love and they just both happened to be boys. So um, although they do get, they do hint around at the taboo of it all, and you do see the people, um, the other students picking on Simon um, because he's gay. But also I got, I kind of got that it was because he was poor and he was a townie. So it was all those things that I mentioned before. Um, there really wasn't a whole lot of um, stuff thrown at him just because he's gay. Like there wasn't a lot of bullying, I would say per se because of that, but I got it because of more so picked up on a sense that they didn't like him or they were picking on him because he was an outsider because he was a townie and he was poor. So that was my take on that. Um, what did you think about, uh, who was your favorite character in this? Simone. Um, cause he was true to himself from beginning to end. I, I love that. Um, I, like how he was when he was first introduced uh was how like he he was the same way and it's not to say like he was stagnant or you know he just never grew um but he was very very true to himself even when at the end he had the choice on being with Willem and he instead said no I don't want to be so I don't want to be in a relationship with someone who has to hide me um, even as you knew, like he loved him and he wanted to be with him, uh, he chose himself. And I, I thought that was very, very um, strong scene. 
um, that they had when he told Willem, no, um, they weren't going to be together, that, you know, he needed to figure himself out, but he was not going to be there with him as he figured himself out going through all that hardship and everything. So um, I, I loved him. And then like, I loved him so much that I started to like research who he was because um, his real name is Omar. And I started to research who he was and, you know, he's actually a singer. He was a pop star uh, in Sweden. So it's very, very interesting to see um the popularity of him once again, because he was part of the like biggest like Swedish uh, pop group um, for a couple years. Like they were huge in Sweden, and um, now the popularity is coming back again with um, Young Royals. That's doing very very well um, in Sweden. So that was I yeah I loved him. Yeah, um, the show has been a hit for Netflix overall. It's, it's done well on Rotten Tomatoes, and everyone who's watched it, it's gotten really, really good reviews. So um, I I like Simone, or Simon, Simone, um, for the same reasons you said. Um, I did think he was true to himself overall. Um, you know, he, he had growing pains. There were moments when he wasn't, like he wasn't a drug dealer, um, and he did a lot of that. You understood why he did that. Um, you know, he, he kind of turned himself a little inside out a little bit. But um, I also liked uh, his sister, uh, Sarah. She she was just she she had no fucks to give, but you realized that she didn't know. Um, and there were moments where you could see her uh, like you you were wondering. Um, and there were moments when she she really was kind of rude, um, especially to their mom. Um, but they both, they both had the idea that they were bigger than the town and that they wanted more. Um, and that's ultimately what that school would provide for them was an opportunity. Um, an education from that school would get them, would open a lot of doors for them. But, uh, she took it to where she wanted more, um, I guess socially, like she wanted to be the lady of the manor, so to speak, like you saw her ambition coming out. Um, and even though a lot of her social graces were excused because of her Asperger's, it's like, yeah, she she's a little bit more manipulative or a little bit more than y'all give her credit for. Like she knows exactly what she's doing. Um, and no, a certain thing. She had, no, a, she had no family loyalty. And Yeah. And in certain things, it was like, you you realize certain things kind of took her off guard, like um, the whole kiss with August, who was, he was one of my favorite characters, but he was also my least favorite character. Like he was, he was your typical dude, bro, but you understood why he was the way he was. Like you saw the potential in that character. So I, I have mixed feelings about August, but um, back to Sarah, she, she actually turned out to be a better friend. And I think she, I love the relationship between her and Felice, the way it developed and how they truly did become like soul sisters and best friends. And, you know, um, at first you thought it was just going to be a mean girl. And I like how Felice did not turn out to be the typical mean girl. Um, so, you know, no one was really quite who they seemed. The characters weren't stereotypical. They started off that way, but they really, they were really layered and nuanced. And I like that. So um, kudos to the writers for giving those characters that extra depth and those extra layers. But I have to say, like, for Sarah, like, 
she had no family loyalty like to know who did that to your brother and you're still making a deal so and and I guess we're supposed to excuse that because she has Asperger's but um like you said that was very very manipulative of her and like disloyal of her that um she basically threw her brother under the bus for her to possibly get ahead with August who's an asshole like August is a pathetic asshole who I just could not cheer for at all. Like they want me to feel sorry for him and I couldn't. I had no sympathy for him whatsoever. Like, no, he can go. <laughs> Do you know that actor? He actually um, auditioned to play Simone. And they, oh, wow. They, yeah, and they told him because he's so good looking that um, they gave him the role of August because of how good looking he is. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, so he went for um, Simone, and when they saw him, um, yeah, they were just like, yeah, no, you should audition for August. <laughs> You're more of an August, just on his looks alone. <laughs> well, um, yeah, like I said, some of what Sarah did, I excused or I understood it to be part of the Asperger's, and then other parts of what she did. I was just like, no, she she's more together. Like she's the one y'all have to watch out for. Like if ultimately, if the series continued and she turned out to be the mean girl, it wouldn't surprise me. Like that's the one who I see actually as the series progresses, if it continues to progress, which I hope it does. She's the one who I could actually see going through the most growing pains and becoming that mean girl, like who gets caught up in all of it. Um, so I guess just because I understood what he did doesn't mean I forgive what he did or I have sympathy for him. But I, I do understand where he was coming from. I understand why he was the asshole that he, he that he was. Um, but that that doesn't necessarily excuse it. But, you know, like I say, hurt people hurt people. And um, it was it was a great little thing of poor little rich boy who has everything yet, who has nothing. Um, you know, he grew up with the family name. He grew up with the wealth. He grew up being royal adjacent um, just to find out that the only person who ever really cared for him died. And then his mom turns out to be I don't know what she was. And you get the idea that and I guess in, in that six episodes, that was more of what I wanted. I wanted to know more about August's backstory. Um, but he his mom cared about him like he he it his mom and his dad didn't love each other and that that's where and his loyalty just ended up being with his dad because his dad was the one that kept him connected to the royal family and kept him with all those connections um and then he just blamed his mom just to blame his mom his mom really didn't have any role in um his dad's suicide or anything like that um but he just blamed he just blamed her for the fact that um she didn't have any money to keep him in the status that he wanted and ultimately said like you're gonna have to sell some of your property in order like you got all this property I have nothing like you know you're gonna have to sell some of this in order to um stay in the status that you want and he just wasn't willing to do it and just threw her under the bus completely like blame her for everything and I'm just like yeah no this is on you like you got so much teenage angst going on boy like He's on another level with that. No, I get that. I, I got that his parents didn't love each other. I just think that there's a lot more like 
and I guess that's what I wanted more of is to see what his life was like beforehand to get a better idea of, you know, um, and his mom, it, it just, it doesn't seem like his parents or his family, his, his childhood, his upbringing gave him a lot of structure. It doesn't seem like even when his dad was alive, that she was very hands-on or that she took any type of control or responsibility over her son. Um, just basically you could tell that just from the way he talked to her. And you, and I don't know if that just happened when his dad was alive, if he was such a daddy's boy that, you know, he was one of those kids who never really had to have respect for his mom. His dad just let him do whatever he wanted. So I guess that was what I, I wanted a little bit more of that history from him. I, I, I get that he had a fucked up childhood. However, you want to do that but I don't under, and I guess a lot of royals or people royal adjacent I guess they're very I guess he was very land rich property rich but cash poor so um and it also made it seem like his mom had been spending some of the inheritance or what she was what she was left um jet setting with her new younger lover so again you don't know if that's true or that if that's just a perspective that we were led to believe from his eyes um, of how that is so um, that would have been something but yeah he was an asshole um, and I like I said I, I don't condone what he did but I understand why he did it hurt people hurt people and um, he was also jealous you know that hey I've been trying to get his attention I, I he's my connection to the royal family I've been trying to do all of this and here he is with this person, um, giving all his attention. This is why he doesn't have time to do the things that I want him to do, um, you know? So, like I said, but um, I I think to me, the worst response to it all, the, the betrayal was William's mother's uh, response, the queen's response to it. That to me was just like, wow, that was a gut punch. When she knew and she when she knew and she didn't say anything, like she was just like, what good is it going to do? I understand. I understand you not wanting to create. For, I understand the business part of it, not wanting to create a bigger scandal on the outside. But how she handled it personally, that was that to me was just like, uh, that was the gut punch. I understand the PR of it all, but the personal aspects of it that that I did not. I was like, wow. I'm with the mother on on that whole thing. At the end of the day, like me telling you that it was August who did that to you won't do anything. Like you're still gonna have to do what I act what I tell you to do. So at the end of the day, like that means nothing. And you'll lose somebody who is on your side. Um, so I understand why the mom never told him uh, when she found out that it was August who released the video. I mean, you know. How was he on his side if he did that to him? You can't. But just like you said, hurt people hurt people, right? Because um, you, you, one thing is that you saw the remorse that he had when he realized that Willem was not as much of, was not an asshole the way that he thought he was on betraying him and, you know, doing whatever he wants and not being there for him and everything like that. Um, once he realized that, because he, the reason why he, 
outed him was because Willem took his power away. That That's the reason why. Because when they were um, in the meeting for the society and William basically just snitched on him and just told everybody, you know, um, his whole business and everything like that. He was angry. He was mad. And so he decided to release the video and out Willem. And he, he ended up doing that. But then he got the phone call right after saying that Willem was the one who uh, got his tuition paid and who, you know, helped him out and staying in the school until he graduated. And he regretted it. He, he regretted putting the video out. Now, you know, how much would he have regretted it if, you know, Willem had not done that for him? But the fact is that he showed regret um, on putting out the video uh, once you know, it was revealed that Willem had actually, like, you, he may have outed him, but he all, like, by him not being as rich as he claimed to be, but he also went and helped him out because he was family at the end of the day. Um, so I do think that August had regret on putting out the video once he found out that Willem, you know, even as he put his business out there, he still helped him out behind the scenes. Well, and see, and I can't, and like I said, I have mixed feelings about Arius. I, I like the character, but no. Um, I still can't, and I, just because I understand what he did, I don't excuse what he did or condone it. And like you said, the regret to me came just because you this person helped you out. If he hadn't helped you out, I don't think he would have regretted it. Um, he didn't regret it beforehand. He just, he regret the fact that he got caught and he, re, you know, um, just like Sarah, he tried to play her, but ultimately he tried to play her and not telling, but ultimately she was the one playing him. You know, like I said, that, that manipulation. So it wasn't, Hey, I regret this. Um, if it was truly, if he truly regretted it, then he would have manned up and just went and told William, look, I'm the one who did this. Or when he saw, you know, he would threw himself on the sword and explain why he did it at this moment. Exactly what you said. I, I was a hothead. I was an asshole. It was right after we had this big blow up, you you exposed me and I wasn't thinking something like that. But no, he did everything he could to cover his tracks and pretend like he was his friend and he really cared. And I can't say that he didn't care. You know, we can't judge people by their worst moment, even though we all, that was a pretty, pretty bad moment. Um, but we'll see what happens if he continues to how they uh, develop that character if and when there's a season two. Um, who was your least favorite character? Was it August? Um, my least favorite, Sarah. Sarah? Yeah, I, I, I was not a fan of hers. I, I, I did not like her. Um, I get the whole, uh, she's autistic. Another fun fact, the actress herself is actually autistic. Um, so you know kind of true to form I, I, I like I get that but in the end like even how she treated her family um, like she could be a real bitch to her family as well um, you know certain things that she would say to her, her mom when her brother needed her and he had to literally beg her to be there for him like beg her to finally like realize like, you know, I love you for who you are. Like I need help. I'm in, I'm in, you know, a struggle right now. Like you need to be here for me. Like I'm always there for you. And it wasn't, it was only after he begged her that she finally like realized what he was saying and like, you know, sat her little behind down to, 
you know, help him out and listen to him or whatever. But then going to the manipulation and the fact of her knowing who outed her brother. You don't have to tell Willem because that was Felice's, um, you know, job and everything like that. But you could have told your brother. But instead of you telling your brother, you're going to use it to your advantage in order to get what you want. Um, and what you ultimately want is you just want to be rich like the students that you go to school with and have everything that they have, which is never going to happen. It's never going to happen. So um, at the end of the day, that's I don't think that's excused by her autism. Um, I think that's just excused from her that that's her horrible personality at points coming out um on just I just I really hated the fact that she was so disloyal to her family like that was a big thing because Simone was loyal to her from the jump like he's very very protective of his sister um he changed schools uh for her because she has such a hard time at their old school and that is the things that he gets yeah and again, I get it. And like I said, I think some of it cannot just solely be excused as her autism, but emotionally, you know, she didn't necessarily relate or have the ability to relate or empathize or sympathize. Or you, you got that. Like I said, there were certain things that were due to her autism, not being able to pick up on certain social cues. Um, some of the ways in which she talked and spoke to people. And it, again, I didn't like all of it. There were times when I was like, yeah, that's just wrong. I don't care. Like you, you have to know better on a certain level, um, you know, that you, you can't just talk to people that way, especially um, like you said, she took more care of the, she took better care and more concern for the horses than for her mom um, at times. And that, that was kind of just like that bitchy bratty teen thing that was the teen angst, but, um, I still liked, I still liked her character. I still thought she was, uh, one of my favorites. I don't know, just probably cause the way she, she was written. Um, and you know, she had moments, um, too, even though, and I guess it kind of makes you think that was it to get in good, but, um, I did like, like I said, I love the natural bond or the formation of her friendship with Felice and, um, at that moment when she tells Felice um, about the kiss, and I did not think Felice would do what she did. I, I thought that was the moment where the mean girl was going to come back. But, you know, um, so I think also by her making that deal with August, um, there was a little bit of betrayal of her friendship with Felice as well. Cause she, she showed her what a loyal ride or die does um, when she chose her um, over him. And, and would she have chose her if it was somebody that she actually liked? Cause we have to remember like this was August. Felice didn't actually like August. He was, he was just a, a, a poor runner up to the fact of she was really, really hurt and she needed somebody who she knew really wanted her and could make her feel special. And that happened to be August, but he was a horrible boyfriend at that <laughs> on just a regular life. He was so possessive and, and just so insecure. That, that was ultimately what his downfall was, was that he was very, very insecure and it made it even worse when Willem came to his school. But I think, um, I don't know you know, if maybe it would have been different if it had been someone that she really, really liked who had kissed um, Sarah. Um, this was somebody that she really was just taking just because he was available and willing kind of thing. 
I think their relationship started off like that. I think after she got to the point where she realized, I think she's always kind of liked August. Like there's been a little bit of that bad boy attraction and she knew that he liked her. Um, so I think in the beginning she, what? it was, yeah. She I think never the, liked, she never liked August Eddie. There I was think, not an instance where no, she, actually, she tolerated him. I don't think it was an instant attraction. I think there was part of her that was always attracted to August. And she knew that he liked her more than she liked him. I'm not saying that it was just this, oh, they were fated meant to be together. But I think there was a small part of her that was attracted to him basically because she liked the attention that he gave her. And she knew or she knew going in or she thought going in, she would like him, that he would always like her more than she liked him. So when she did finally give him a chance I think that's how it started. Somewhere along the way, I think she actually really did start to like him until the possessive insecurity ter- came up. And then she was like, because by the time the kiss happened, by the time they got to that point, you could see that she was having questions about the relationship and she was looking for ways probably in which to get out or a good excuse. So I don't know um, if it had been a boyfriend, if it had been someone that she really liked, and um, I don't know how she would have reacted. I can only go by the reaction she had based on August. And even with it being August and even with their relationship being where it was at that point, um, that was still not an, a reaction I expected her to have, um, just given how the character started out and how her relationship with Sarah started out. I guess I was still just waiting for um, it to be a joke for her, you know, like, you could tell at one point, you could tell the shift when she actually became friends with Sarah. It took her other friends a little bit longer. So I thought maybe, you know, it 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 was nice to see that the friendship was real, I guess. And I and I guess just in the whole teen lore thing, even in adult lore thing, um, that's the one thing that always seems to come between friends, money and loved ones, money and men or money and women. So it was just nice to see that that friendship was real and you chose chicks over dicks, you know, even though literally August was a dick. So that was just my take on it. We don't have to agree to disagree on that, but okay. <laughs> yeah. Per usual, yeah. Um, so other than that, um, what... I hear they're considering a second season. And are you all, how many times have you watched this first? Over 20. Golly. I, I like, I love this. Like right after I finished the first, like right after I finished it the first time is when I text you. Um, because I was kind of late to the, I was a little bit late to the game on, I had writ- written it down because also when I watched the trailer, I didn't know it was going to, um, the storyline was going to be what it ended up being. Um, they really didn't reveal anything in the trailer. Um, you know, I just thought it would be interesting. It was going to be like, you know, a bad boy prince and, you know, just kind of like a guilty pleasure show. Um, and I watched it and I was just like, oh my God, I love this show. <laughs> I, I was like, I love it. And then um, I kept watching it because it's only six episodes. It's about like 30 minutes. And is it 30 minutes? Mm-hmm. About 30, it, it, yeah, it's minutes. about 30 minutes. And so, but also on top of that is that it's it's really good. It's really good on the progression of the show. And I love the 
dynamics and the chemistry of Willem and Simone, the actors, um, the characters, like I thought they had really, really good chemistry. And that's one thing that always sells me is when I feel that characters have really, really good chemistry um, together and I can watch it over and over. That's like run on, you know, like how I continuously watch run on because and true beauty, because I love those shows so much over the chemistry of the main characters. So, so yeah, over 20 times. <laughs> So I'm down for a second season. <laughs> I obviously, I was going to say obsessive much, but okay. Yeah. Um, These good shows are far and few between that deals with teenagers. Yeah, and it's not yeah. just sex driven. Well, well, when I saw the trailer, like just from watching the trailer, when I first saw it and I, I put it in the trailer park and stuff and I was like, okay, I added it to the list because it did look interesting. And I thought it's just going to be a guilty pleasure. I thought it's going to be like a, a foreign gossip girl for the royal set. Yeah, you that's know, what I with, thought too from the trailer. With the bad boy prince, like you said, but it turned out to be, like I said, much more layered, much more nuanced than that. And I think they did a really, really great job. So I, too, am hoping for a second season. Um, what are some of the things you would like to see from a second season before we wrap this up? Um, I would love to see um, the prog- the progression of Felice. I, I, I liked her character. I, there's so much promise with her character, especially when she stood up to her mom, which is hilarious to me on her mom thinking, like, one of the most... Um, important scenes for me was when she decided to wear the other dress um, for the Lucia um, performance and her mom tried to still get her to wear a dress that she wore and her mom is skinny (laughs) y'all her mom is skinny Felice is plus size and her mom was still trying to get her into this dress and be like I know how to make it work so I really want to see the progression of her coming into her own accepting who she is beautiful girl so um definitely like being her own person um, I would love to see uh, Simone and Willem even more because they are my favorite characters. I really, really love those two. Um, I'm with you on kind of seeing August's background, um, especially now that Willem says that they're no longer family. So um, there's definitely going to be a divide on campus um, between the people who are going to stay loyal to Willem, who's the crown prince, and loyal to August, who is basically now a nobody on campus who needs the help of, you know, his royal connections. Um, and just kind of like seeing, cause it, were they freshmen? They were first years, right? Uh, William and Simone were first years. And um, then August is a junior and he's, he's a third, he's a third year. At least I'm going to assume third year is a junior. We, I don't know how they do things over there. Um, but yeah, so just kind of seeing their progression. I really, and I love the fact that it was mainly focused on the, the teenagers rather than the adults. Because um, sometimes they try to like flow the adult storylines in there as well. No, please don't do that. Keep it focused on the teenagers because it's so good with just the focus on the teenagers. But that is my goal for second season, which is coming. Netflix, you better do it. Um, yeah, I, I would like to see more Felice. Um, I want to see what they do with Sarah. Um, I think her character, as far as character story, there's so many places you can go with that. Um, and I love how they did not make the character helpless because of her Asperger's, um, and autism. Um, so I, I, I do want to see more of her and, um, actually more of the friendship with her and Felice. William and 
Simone, I know what I'm going to say is going to be unpopular. I kind of want to see them with other people. Um, you know, you kind of have a feeling that they're in game, but I want to see how, what happens with them with other people um, and how that's going to progress. Or when they come back to school, let Simone have a love interest and see how William, William handles that um, and how he changes. Because, you know, being crown prince, just by the fact of the responsibility um, now of having that title and that is going to weigh on him um, even a little bit more. So, and I agree with you. Um, I didn't comment on it before. I do love how Will, um, how Simone chose himself um, over the relationship, especially considering he would have had to be his dirty little secret, um, even though that's not how Will treated him, but that's what it would have felt like. So um, I agree with that. And I just want more of the all around goodness and great storytelling that we had in season one and maybe a couple more episodes if they could be um, as good um, as those six. So. Um, that was my goal for season one. Okay, so how many popcorns are you giving it for season two? Um, I am going to give it 4.25 popcorns. I really, really enjoyed it. Like I said, I've watched it over 20 times. Um, every once in a while, like I'll turn it on. And then I watch it with the subtitles. Um, and then I also watch it with the English dub as well. So like, that's how much I love it, y'all. Like I can watch it any which way. Um. So 4.25, there are some things that they do need to work on. Um, I am, I guess, unpopular opinion, I cannot stand Sarah's character. So I'm going to need them to grow her. And, you know, her disloyalty just kills me. Um, But yeah, 4.25 popcorns. What about you? Um, Even though it seems like we disagreed on everything, um, we do agree on that. I gave it 4.25 as well. Um, And I... Yeah, I, I always think there's room for improvement and growth and everything. So it was a great first season. And I, I, I agree. I hope Netflix gets us a second season. Um, and I hope it's just as good as the first and also includes some new surprises, maybe introduce some new characters and yeah, just continue it on. All right. So that does it for this week's episode of Extra Smooth Like Butter Criminal Under. Sorry. You know, you know, I had to do it. Um, please be sure to listen, like, follow, and comment on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and or Spotify Podcasts. You can also keep up to date on the latest in entertainment and pop culture news, as well as other amazing kernels of pop culture goodness at the Popcorn Wine Down. That's it. That's the plug. Thank you, as always. And until next time, I'm Eddie. And I'm Tammy. Bye.